Good evening, everyone. This is this Thursday, August 1st, 2019. And welcome to episode 214 of the second installment of the WCW US Radio Network. We're right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line with you. As we get set to talk about, of course, our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll first bring you, we'll first bring you our wrestling news and views here tonight, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Duolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. And also part of the team that brings you WWUS Wall Radio every morning right here on TalkShoe.com. Join us in the TalkShoe chat box here this evening is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWUS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you Wall Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Before we get to do everything on the way here, let's go ahead and welcome JD and John to what should be in more ways than one is JD says a howling good time here tonight episode two fourteen of Wolfpack. And a somber one too. Uh, yes indeed there and JD hit hit right on the nose there, folks. Uh <clears throat> as we will get into of course said and of course the opening theme I'm sure will probably give you some indication about that, but we'll talk more about that here in just a few moments. Of course, our live video feed here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is coming to us from the group, of course, started by our own King and WO, Gerard Smith, and that group is called Katie By the group, King and WO, Gerard Smith, of course, called Top Heel. We, of course, hit this last week. We ended up losing the video. If you care to join us from Top Heel tonight, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash capital T, lowercase OP, capital H, lowercase EEL. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 0444. Caller ID 138521-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will include, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our news and views, history, and birthdays. Might be something interesting happening a little bit later on, but we're going to save that for a little bit later here, ladies and gentlemen. A little extra surprise. In the so, in the meantime, here, folks, while we get for this surprise here tonight, on 214 of Wolfpack, let's go ahead and go on to the wrestling news and news statement. Of course, uh, of course, representing King Ice tonight and bringing that news to us is, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGiovanni, of course, JD. Uh, one of us is one of the wrestling news seen here this evening, including something that included, of course, for reasons tonight's opening theme of Wolfpack. Yes. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that this week's episode of SmackDown Live in Memphis was rewritten hours before the show aired by Vince McMahon, who felt the prior draft didn't do a good job following up on last week, 
and didn't build SummerSlam enough. This confirms reports from earlier in the week that Vince asked for the show to get rewritten with a match featuring the New Day versus Elias and Drew McIntyre changed to the New Day versus the OC, a.k.a. the original club, and a six-man tag, which was then changed to just AJ versus Kofi Kingston. Vince reportedly did the same thing with last week's episode of Miami. Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard worked on this week's show, but Bischoff does not have a creative lot of input as he's learning the character stories in the creative system. McMahon was reportedly still making changes to the second hour of the program while the first hour is taking place. The report also notes that Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, and Daniel Bryan pitched their ideas to the writers, so the segments usually come directly from them. But the only three writers the writers seem to listen to, however. Meanwhile, The Undertaker has gotten a new deal. According to reports, however, the new deal with the Deadman is said to be so long that, for quote, all intents and purposes, it's a lifetime contract. Undertaker reportedly, however, mind you, signed his new deal back in April. Meanwhile, however, Drake Maverick noted on Twitter on that he has no problem pinning a pregnant woman to win back the 24-7 title, Maria Kanellis, who is legitimately pregnant with the current champion. Drake said the following earlier today, I have no shame, no remorse, no fear. I will pin a pregnant woman to become 24-7 champion again, however. Yes, I have tweeted that. Hashtag our WWE at WWE at hashtag Maverick 24-7. Meanwhile, WWE has said, however, they are planning to go back, however, to split rosters with the SmackDown Live debut on Fox in October. While there may be some minor crossover, the idea is that it won't be like it is now with rosters traveling freely between brands. Ronda Heyman and Bischoff under SmackDown are expected to be legitimately separate brands with different storylines compared to storylines played out over both shows as the company is currently running. While nothing is final, it's believed the current rosters will stay as they are. There may be some minor changes right before the move switching some brands for certain wrestlers, but it's believed that it'll only be for a few names and most will remain the same. Meanwhile, however, just when we thought we thought it was Buddy Murphy, however, mind you, who attacked Roman Reigns after apparently however, something fell on him, scaffolding, however, mind you, and some people were thinking of Samoa Joe, neither of them have actually come forward to announce that they were the ones involved in it. Instead, however, the attacker was Daniel Bryan, and this will now lead to a match between Roman and Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam that could be announced as early as next week in Detroit. It is believed that this will also explain why Daniel Bryan has not said anything about his, quote, career-altering announcement in spite of it being promoted for weeks on end, however. In addition to that, however, earlier today, Dolph Ziggler, however, announced, however, that he will be challenging Bill Goldberg, and we now can say, however, it has been confirmed, to say the least. Also, however, these are rumored matches possibly coming up at SummerSlam. The Iconics versus Oscar and Kari Zane versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the women's tag team titles. Drew McIntyre taking on Cedric Alexander. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Ali. The OC taking on possibly the New Day of Xavier Woods and Big E, in which Gallows and Anderson put the titles on the line. And Drew Gulak will take on Oni Lurkan. And finally, however, as we heard earlier tonight, however, we'll talk more about it here in just a few moments, however, hopefully with our very special guest who we have lined up in store tonight, and let's just say it'll be extreme, shall we say, however. The great U.S. champion and eight-time World Heavyweight Champion, Handsome Harley Race, the king of wrestling, if you will, like Jerry Lawler, however, who started wrestling at the age of 20 and who retired in 1991 and was involved in the very first Starcade back in November of 83 on Thanksgiving night in Greensboro, however, believe it or not, and who also wrestled guys like Dory Funk, J- Terry Funk, Jack Briscoe, Dusty Rhodes, and many others. Tower, sadly passed away today at the age of 78. The King, of course, was a one-of-a-kind person and, of course, a very unique, one of the greatest heel champions of all time, however, as far as U.S., but also world's champion as well. Our thoughts and prayers are with racist friends and family tonight.
Thank you very much there, J.D. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, a true legend here uh, this uh, today. Uh, we, have, we have lost a true legend here this evening, uh, today, and of course, <clears throat> of course, I think heaven just just received a little bit of a uh, royalty here, uh, here this evening, ladies and gentlemen, as they have the throne already all lined up, ready for him to detect right there, with of course Bobby Heenan standing right there beside him, while waiting on him right there, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I thought some prayers definitely are going. Okay. Uh, our, our thoughts and prayers, of course, are, are with, of course, uh, the friends and family, of course, of the, of the true Blue Hall of Famer, of course, and one and the only, uh, the King, of course, handsome Harley Race. Of course, J.D., along with King NWO, G.R.T. Smith, is King Ice, the 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that fits print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super blue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old fashioned combination. Let's see what John has here in our wrestling history, wrestling history and birthdays here for today, the 1st of August. 142 years ago today, ladies and gentlemen, that's a long time ago here, which will put it at, uh, let me see, uh, let's see, 90, um, 19, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me let me look at this again. I'm sorry. 18. Let's see. Uh, eight, 1877. George Carl Julius Hackenshield, a famed pro wrestler and strongman, was born. Sadly, he would die at the age of 90 on February 19, 1968, of natural causes. He was posthumously inducted into the inaugural Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996. Also a member of the inaugural class of the official Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum in, in 2002. 47 years ago today, we concluded at, uh, let me see here, 19, let's see, 1972. Ray, I'm back. Ray, Right. And I can tell you our guest is on his way as we speak, so uh, be sure to keep an eye on it. However, if you see 813, that is him. Our special guest will be here momentarily. Well, thank you very much. And J.D., you can turn down the, the echo a little bit there, please. Uh, so, Sorry about that. Uh, thank you. No problem. Uh, back at, like, back said, like 40, 47 years ago today, which was put at uh, 1972, Ray Gunkel died of heart trauma following a match in Savannah, Georgia, at the age of 48. He was punched in the chest, leading to a hematoma and a blood clot, although he won the match. The blood clot would turn fatal, and he became a smoke about the size of a gumball, then broke off, turning into a blood clot, immediately reached his heart, and he would die at 11 o'clock p.m. that day. An autopsy revealed that it was accidental, and it also revealed that he had had, had an undiagnosed arteriosclerosis, which is heart disease. In 2008, Gunkel would be inducted into the International Wrestling Hall of Fame. 25 years ago today, we were put in 1994 on Monday Night Raw. Shawn Michaels defeated Razor Ramon in a WrestleMania rematch. It was Michaels' first match back to the ring after his defeat to Razor in a ladder match at WrestleMania 10. On the same show, Alundra Blaze and Bull Lacanda fought the double countout. This was Bull's first match since March of 1986 in the WWF. And also returned to the show was Vince McMahon, who had been dealing with steroids. He was 
conspiracy to the conspiracy. He took more than a few And JD, that echo is still there. Uh, 17 years ago today, put it at 2002 on SmackDown. Stephanie McMahon trades both Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero to SmackDown as, as redemption for what Eric Bischoff did by trading the Un-Americans and Chris Jericho. Benoit stayed on the SmackDown side from 2002 to 2004 when he returned to Raw. In Guerrero's return to SmackDown, Guerrero would find big success in the brand win the tag team titles with his nephew Chavo, from the first man to win the resurrected United States Championship. And of course, in February 15, he would regain the WWE. JD, seriously, that echo was starting to uh, No, I mean, it's not me. I mean, it's not me. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's not me. Yours is the only one that's keeps popping up so I mean, it's not me. So, and it's not John. Is anyone on the call? No, nobody else here. Nobody else here. Okay. Guerrero continued to be a part of the down death in November of 2005. Fourteen years ago today, which was put at 2005, Matt Hardy is rehired by the WWE and goes on a lengthy tirade on Edge and Lita, saying that Edge and Lita disappointed him with having children with Lita. That he was challenging Edge to a match at SummerSlam. Vince McMahon announced that Ronald was in the U.S. after announcing that Lamar was the Thirteen years ago today, which was put it at uh, 2006 on ECW on Sci-Fi from New York City. CM Punk makes his WWE in-ring debut by defeating Justin Perlman. After his debut, Punk later went on to have a big success in the ECW Championship in September 2007 and also went in the Money in the Bank twice and cashed in twice by winning the World Heavyweight Championship in 2008 and also in 2009. In 2011, Punk was praised by the WWE for cutting an infamous pipe bomb promo on June 27, 2011 bad-mouthing the company, which would lead him to the WWE title. Punk would win the WWE title three times, three times. in his career, Money in the Bank, Survivor's Theory, Summer Slam, Summer Slam, and Survivor's Theory. His third title reign was in excess of 434 days until dropping the title to The Rock in the 2013 Royal Rumble. Punk would stay with the company until his unexpected departure in January of 2013. And also in the show's most endlessly remembered main event between Big Show and Batista, both of the competitors got out of the match. There were chance of boring SOS and change the panel about it would end in a DQ victory for Batista when Show uh, title shotted Batista. That would be WWE's last appearance in the Hammerstein Ballroom, but this one isn't isn't on the on the vocal fans. That honor still goes to the infamous December to December. Its record low buy rate causes WWE to abandon single-branded pay-per-views, including a planned third one-night stand event in the Hammerstein Ballroom in June of 2007. Eight years ago today, put at 2011, Indianapolis, Indiana on Raw, Beth Phoenix wins a battle royal to earn a title shot at SummerSlam. But that match has to be, but in that match has to be uh, Gail Kim's elimination, the infamous elimination, and in where she was eliminated in 45 seconds but she eliminated herself. It turned out to be her final appearance with the company 
in the WWE as she quit WWE. She was benched until September 30th, 2011. Gail would wind up returning to TNA where she would win the knockouts title five five more times. <clears throat> Six years ago today, we put it at 2013 on Impact. Tito Ortiz made his infamous return to TNA at, as the infamous August 1st warning. Ortiz was last seen in TNA in 2005 when he refereed a pair of NWA world title bouts on pay-per-view. His first was the 2005 Hard Justice when Jeff Jarrett took on AJ Styles, and also the 2005 Bound for Glory between Jeff Jarrett and Rhino. The hashtag August 1st warning, as they called it, was heavily promoted on TNA programming and social media. Four years ago today, put at 2015. And Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, running the Korea by knocking out in just 34 seconds to retain the UFC Women's Bantamweight Championship. Post match, she dedicated the to Roddy Roddy Piper, who just a day earlier. And also, see, today uh, is the 47th birthday to former WWE, WCW, and TNA Tag Team Champion and one half of the members of the Dudley Boys, Devon Dudley. Also, happy 54th birthday to former WWE Cruiserweight and TV Champion Prince Iakea. Also, is a happy 53rd birthday to WWE referee Mike Kyoto. Also, is a happy 69th birthday to Bunkhouse Buck. And happy 42nd birthday to Yoshi Tatsu. And John says all he's got for the history and birthdays here for today. So thank you very much there, John, for the history and birthdays. And JD, we thank you very much there, sir, for bringing us into the YouTube for tonight. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138 This is episode 214 of NWO Wolfpack here. For Thursday, August the 4th, 2019, Mr. W.S. Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared D. Rolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Brosley, with you here tonight. We do see someone else coming in on the line here. Not quite exactly our special guest, but we do have somebody else popping in on the line. He is, of course, the first 2000, he is, of course, a, uh, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. He is a contributor to WCW Radio, and also he is another nickname. He got the 56 on Happy Days, where he went for a little thing just like this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie has now made it on here to episode 214 of Wolfpack. Fonzie, sir, we welcome you here tonight as well. Uh, and John is, was also was also saying here uh, about a story of JD that John says he is all Maverick Penny Maria because John prefers Maverick better as a 24/7 champion than Maria. Well, I mean, anything is possible here, guys. Anything could possibly happen. Uh, Fonzie, I don't know if, if we had told if, if you had found out through the grapevine yet here or not, but I'll go ahead and then bring this to you. Of course, the big, big story, obviously, of the whole day here, I'm sure you probably already heard about it, was the passing of Wrestling Hall of Famer Harley Race. Uh, any particular thoughts about Harley Race? Um. 
My condolence goes to the family, that's all. Okay. All right. Very good. Nate, thank you there, Fonzie. Uh, JD, then, JD, what's the truth taker? What were some memories or some thoughts you had about Harley? Had about Harley? JD. I can't hear you, JD. JD fell in the Try this. Hold on. Hold on. Let me put. Hold on a second. Oh, well, JD, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, while we wait he's for trying, JD, he's, he's, he's trying on a new pair of thongs. That's why. Oh God! Fonzie, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> Uh, John, he's like, hold on, hold on, let me try this, right? Hold on. <laughs> oh my lord, that's too tight. I gotta make it make sure it's loose. <laughs> okay, John, let's let's get any take that you have on Harley Race. I'll be waiting for JD to get his sound back up and run. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fonzie, I think I've carried that joke too far. <laughs> Yeah, I really think I have. I think I think I've worn it out. Uh, of course, you know I could I could have said something a whole lot worse, but I won't go that far. Trust me, I won't do that. <laughs> oh man, sorry about that. I'm trying to. I'm still working on our guest, guys. Okay, that's okay. Uh, well, John says here he was one of the all time first ever U.S. champion. He fought Rick Flair in 1983. He was able to make it to his first WrestleMania against the Junkyard Dog. Yes. That was a good match. The one memory John has up, he did a racist with Ron Simmons. Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Fucking pink. And also, John said, "Do you remember when he was spat on by Randy Orton?" That's why he did that on Raw, didn't he? Was Hardy Race was in the Hardy Race was in the crowd, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's right. I remember when Harley Race came out there to Farewell uh, back in '08, but after Ric Flair retired, I guess you could say. But, Okay. Uh, uh, Fonzie, excuse me for just one second here, but um, I got to check. I'm checking an audio here. So stand by here, bud. Okay. Sit tight for me. Okay. Okay, JD. Why, why do you want me to do that? Because I don't want him to cause a scene when, we, uh, when uh, our guest comes on. It's only fair. Why well, you think he's going to start asking, saying a lot of stuff if he does? Uh huh. Yep. 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 Well, I mean, it's a good thing you actually said that because prior to doing so, apparently, I had someone. I've got someone on here right now, which I believe is the area I mentioned. You just now mentioned. Uh, yep. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's see here. 
well, well, I'll do um, JD. I'm gonna do this. My, I'm gonna do this the way I normally do it when I see a area that I do not recognize. So, so just so thank you very much. Welcome eight one three to fourteen of NWO Wolfpack. Oh, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, JD, I think JD, you follow the intro, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the man of the hour as our very special guest tonight on episode 214 of NWO Wolfpack, however, the man who always called it right down the middle, who was the manager of such superstars as Rob Van Dam, Sabu, and who was in some battles, including the infamous match with Beulah McGillicuddy Dreamer, ladies and gentlemen. The man who was also a WWE official and an NWACW official as well, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, and he is also history in Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, right now, the man who calls it always right down the middle, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Alfonso, the manager of champions. Wolfpack Radio, Daddy. I love it, and I love being on with the boys, brother. Yes. Mr. Alfonso, I would like to introduce you to my radio uh, uh, radio host of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, joining us in Trinity, North Carolina, near Ric Flair's hometown. This is my radio boss of WCW Revolution, as among all of our shows here on the WCW Radio Network, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. And also on the line with us is our historian, my tag team partner on Raw Radio, my talk show Monday afternoons from Front Royal, Virginia, Mr. John Gross. Hey, John. Hey, Chad. What's up, boys? Uh, Mr. Alfonso, good to good to meet you, sir. Uh, Mr. Gross is on our chat box, but he can hear you. Uh, yes. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Uh, well, um, let's see here. Well, I guess uh, JD, I don't mean to step on your toes, but let me let me. Uh, let me I'm letting you I take the floor it. since you uh, can uh, do that. That's why I'm letting you have the floor now. Okay, thank you there. Uh, Mr. Alfonso, of course, well, 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 of course, well, the, of our course, big time topic here, here before we go to, of course, some, uh, some reminiscing uh, here. here. One thing we got, got to reminisce here. here. Hey, listen, is, hey, hey, Wolfpack, hey, guys, hey, guys the audio the coming audio through on my end, my end is, perfect. is, I can hardly yeah, understand. I can understand. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Okay, well, baby, I think that's coming from you. I'm getting feedback. I'm hearing two voices. You guys are talking on each other. I, I can't. I can't understand what, can't you, guys understand what you guys are saying. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Tell okay. JD, turn off your speaker. Turn off your speaker. Oh, okay. My speaker's off. My speaker's off. Okay. Turn on the volume on your computer. Oh, it is down. It's already down. Don't worry. We're good. Okay. All right. Okay, we'll, 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 let's just try it. Yeah, I'm still getting bad audio. Okay, yeah, we... 
Yeah. Well, that's a little bit better. Okay, I, I turned okay, mine I down. Turned mine down. So I mean, maybe that might help a little bit. I don't know if you can hear. Yeah, I think it did. I think it did, guys. Okay. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Thank you, sir. We'll we'll, 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 keep, we'll keep it at that point right there. Okay. Obviously, the big the big topic here is the passing course of a blessing legend Bernie race. Your take, sir, on God, Holy Race was a dear friend of mine, and I'm saddened today with his loss. Um, I met Harley in uh, 1978 in Lubbock, Texas, so I was doing a show for uh, Dory and Terry Funk, and uh, Harley Race was on the card, and then I, I got a full-time job in Florida with Florida Championship Wrestling, and he was a champion at that time. And he was coming in, you know how the guys come into the territory uh, for a week and, you know, work with the top guys. And then so I would always uh, drive him around. He was a great guy, what a great champion, what a, uh, a legend in the business, man, and really a tough guy. He was a sweetheart, but he was a tough, tough man. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <clears throat> absolutely. Any particular matches from his career that really stood out in your mind? Well, there's so many. When you're world champion, almost every match that you wrestle is going to be top notch because you're going around the country wrestling in the in the, in the different territories like Florida Championship Wrestling, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid Atlantic. Uh, uh, out, out for the Von Eric, so you'd always be wrestling their top guys. So every match was almost, uh, you know, a five star. Well, it was a five star because you're working with the top guys. So uh, one particular match I'll mention is uh, um, Barry Windham, Black Jack Mulligan's son. He was a big star in Florida in the early '80s, and Harley Race came in. And you hardly see this anymore, but they wrestled for 60 minutes, the time limit. You know, you hardly see that no more. And what a spectacular match. Barry Windham was beautiful, tall, thin, good-looking kid, long hair, beautiful. And Harley Race was just jacked. I mean, he looked like a professional wrestler. And they had a match. It was at Miami Beach Convention Center, sold out, uh, probably 10,000 people. And, man, they tore the house down, man. It was spectacular. I, I and uh, and I drove back from uh, after the matches. We drove back to Tampa that night. And it's a four-hour drive, and of course Harley Race drove, and he drove fast, man. He drank a case of Old Milwaukee in four hours. I couldn't believe it, and didn't get a buzz. Just you know, he's used to drinking beer, man. And uh, what a great guy! That was a spectacular match, man. You, you don't see 60-minute time limits no more, and, and they go through the rest of the whole 60 minutes. Certainly. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. Uh, of course, obviously, some moments that have been named. Obviously, he has some great bouts with, with, with a lot of great guys, including... Uh, oh, Dusty Rose, Ric Flair, the Bronx, Jack Briscoe. Taylor or Thomas, man, the list is so long. When you're champion, you fight all the top guys all around the country. Man, and uh, some just huge names. He had a great, great uh, um, uh, run as champion. Man, Harley Race can work with anybody. What a superstar, man. 
Indeed, absolutely. Uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> and, um, he is truthfully going to be missed, of course, here. And uh, truthfully, like I said, I'm sure, as I mentioned before you came on, Fonzie, that, uh, of course, now they got the throne the throne up there in heaven and Bobby Heenan standing up right there beside of him. Or that's Bobby oh, Heenan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure Vader's yeah, also waiting. Yes, absolutely. And we also have a page, of course, as a part, as part of uh, WCWS. It's called the Heaven Wrestling Federation. We've actually posted a few things on Harley Race already here tonight. So uh, um, <clears throat> we have over 60 groups on Facebook, and we're going to have a lot of big, deep thoughts about about Harley Race on the majority of them throughout the next uh, next several days. Of course, one we talked about last night, I'm sure, obviously, you might remember, four years ago last night, we, of course, lost one of the only Rowdy Roddy Piper. Um, and that was a, a really huge blow to, of course, the wrestling wrestling world here, indeed. Of course, involved in so many great bouts as well. Any particular moments from Piper that kind of stood out in your mind? Hi, Roddy Piper. Yes, sir. Well, I'll tell you a funny story about Piper. Now, he was a big star. He was on, on uh, at that time, he was on the Superstation Channel 17 before it came to TBS. You know what I mean? Remember the Superstation Channel 17? Yes, sir. I'm, yes, sir. I am familiar. Yes, sir. Yeah, so Piper was big. He was yeah. a big star. So he came down to Florida to wrestle for us for a week for championship wrestling. And, of course, I was the referee at the time. And usually when we had guys that come in just for the week, like Andre the Giant would come in for the week, you know, then he'd go somewhere else. Then the world champion would come in. Then the girls would come in. Then the midgets. And all those people who were just uh, novelty and specialty matches would come in, and I would drive them around because I was a referee and that was part of my job. So uh, um, Piper, I picked the Piper up at the airport. We're driving down to uh, West Palm Beach, and we got to go across Alligator Alley. Now, Piper's Canadian. He's never seen an alligator. He's not been in Florida too much. So we're on uh, Alligator Alley, and we're spotting alligators on the side of the road. And Piper is going nuts. He said, oh, my God, Pondy, there's an alligator. Oh, my God, there's another one. He was so uh, 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 thrilled that he gets to see a live alligator he couldn't believe it. He said, man, I wish I had a gun. And one of the guys, his name was uh, Frank Dusick from the famous Dusick brothers back in the day. He was a wrestler. And then Dusick said, I got a gun, Roddy. So it was a little pistol, a little thirty-eight pistol. So we pulled over on the side of the road, and the alligators are on the other side of the bank of the canal that runs parallel with the road, Alligator Alley. And so it's going to be impossible for Piper to shoot a little 38 stub nose 38, uh, you know, about 50 yards across the pond, across the canal, and hit the alligator. I said he's never going to do it. So he takes aim, he shoots the gun, bam, he hits the alligator. Oh my God, what a lucky shot! One out of a million. So Piper's so excited that he shot an alligator, he's going nuts. Uh, he says, man, Fonzie, I'm going I'm to swim across the, the canal, and I want to get the alligator. I want to take him home, and, and I want to have some boots made out of him. I said, Piper, you're crazy. This place is full of alligators. So Piper starts stripping off his clothes. He takes off his shirt, his pants. He's down to his underwear. Now, I'm thinking this is crazy, but, you know, it's funny because it's Roddy Piper, a big star. He's going to swim across the canal to get the dead alligator. So 
He says, okay, Fonzie, here I go. I wish I had a camera at that time. Uh, that was before cell phones and all that. So he starts swimming across, and all he did was knock the alligator out. He hit him, but he didn't kill him. So about halfway to the alligator, the alligator comes back to life, and I swear he starts chasing Piper. The alligator starts chasing Piper, Roddy Piper. And, man, it looked like a cartoon. Piper was swimming so fast, man, we were laughing our ass off, man. What a good time. What a great guy Roddy Piper is, man. Uh, another story, I was in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. We were working for Jim Crockett, Mid-Atlantic. You know, Jim Crockett, big promotion. And uh, so I was refereeing, and uh, Piper was a bad guy. He was a heel. And the match, he was coming back from the ring, and some old guy put out a little case knife, a little pocket knife, and stabbed Roddy Piper right in the fucking chest. Excuse my language. He stabbed him right in the chest, man. We couldn't believe it. Piper starts shooting out blood. He turns white because he's in the... It, it didn't hurt him too bad, but he was shocked because, you know, he just got stabbed by a fan. The police grabbed the guy. They called 911. They sold him up. He wrestled the next day. What a tough guy. What a sweetheart guy, too. I love Roddy Piper. One of my good friends. God bless him, and I miss him a lot. Absolutely. So many greats here, indeed. Absolutely. And uh, truly, truly missed, indeed. Uh, while we take a little bit of a breather here, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the plug one more time. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 138-521-POUND. This is episode 214 of NWO Wolfpack here for Thursday, August the 1st, 2019. Uh, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, also the Iceman, Jeremy Geralmo. And also the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, uh, we have another regular who normally joined, joined us here. I did, uh, did not make it back on uh, <clears throat> uh, tonight, and hopefully he'll be back on here, of course. He is our other uh, main uh, – he is our other man named Fonzie. He, of course, we call him the heartbreak kid. Uh, but uh, he's uh, – Oh, great. He, yeah, well, yeah, well, that he he came he came oh, out. With oh, oh, anyway, congrats, congratulations, guys, on your all your episodes over two hundred. That that's an amazing thing, and thank you for loving the wrestling business like I do because you guys got to love the business of be putting uh, podcasts all the time and in your two hundred episodes. Congratulations, guys. That's a big that's a big accomplishment. We all appreciate it too. All the fans love listening to. Uh, you know, talk radio about wrestling. All the wrestlers appreciate it, and I damn sure appreciate it. Okay, all right. I thought you were. All right. Sorry about that. I had a phone call here, a personal phone call come in. Where I'm at down in North Carolina, we had this had a, we thought we were always going to lose power down here. But thank God we didn't. So, <laughs> um, Oh, I love North Carolina. Uh, Jim Crockett, I used to work Greenville, Spartanburg, uh, Raleigh, uh, Winston-Salem, all those towns with Jim Crockett back in the 80s. That was a a great territory. Wahoo McDaniel, Johnny Valentine, Greg Valentine, Johnny Weaver, all those guys, the grappler, man, what a a great – I love North Carolina. Yes, sir. Uh, Greensboro. I live, actually where I live, where I live at. I'm not very far from uh, Greensboro, which is of course a mecca. Okay. A pro, a pro wrestler. I'm not that far from Greensboro at all. So, um, <clears throat> so I'm about maybe just a uh, just down the highway, I guess you could say. They say. 
from, nice. from, from Greensboro. So yes, sir. I've uh, every time they every time a wrestling show tried, uh, came around to Greensboro, I of course went to it. There was one exception though. I went to a Monday Nitro they had in Winston Salem back in 2001. I think it was one of the last ones they did before, of course. Obviously, WCW was bought by uh okay, WWE. Yeah. yeah so yeah yes yeah, so, so i um uh, so but so i i try to go to them when i can when i can but uh they weren't easy always easy to get tickets down here but uh oh right yeah yeah so the, the, the last big show i actually went to a friend of mine was able to get tickets when they brought back starcade WWE did. Okay, Starcade, yeah. Back in 2017, I believe it was. Um, yeah. And of course, of course, obviously, with it being the very first one under WWE's umbrella, they thought it would be best to try to have it uh, at the home where the original Starcade got started at, and obviously that was in Greensboro. Uh, of course, got to see uh, some great matches, including, of course, Dustin Rhodes coming out. We thought it was going to be Gold Dust, but he came out as a natural, uh, which I thought that yeah. he played the old old natural theme song i thought that was kind of cool um but yeah, uh, he, it, really cool. yeah he told some good stories here too about him and his dad of course uh, uh of, of course uh, back in the day here uh uh wrestling and everything like that uh that he, he that dustin used to watch it with his friends and everything so i thought that was uh, i thought that was really really cool um oh yeah but i've got i gotta ask of course obviously uh, one 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 uh, big time moment. Of course, I I have seen a lot of old wrestling. I, I try. I'm a big fan of, of of old school wrestling. I've always been a big fan of the Me old too. school. Me too. Me too. Yes, sir. yes, sir. And of course, I also remember, of course, as as a an official with several different organizations. Of course, obviously, of course, uh, um, moments. Of course, I remember, of course, you from there. Fonzie was obviously from, of course, uh, uh, ECW. Uh, obviously, oh yeah, I was a big part yeah. of that ECW. I love that was one of my favorite companies to work for. That's where I beat Beulah's ass. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> um, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask. Well, I got. That's one I'm gonna ask you. But the first one that I have personally, because I remember this all too well. How was it like working with guys like RVD and Sabu? I'd love to hear this. Oh, my God. Those two guys, they're, they're, they're so different and, and they're so unique. It was a spectacular, it was a wonderful experience, man. Van Damme's probably one of the toughest guys I know. He's the most athletic. That guy, when he did the frog splash, I mean, he did the frog splash, brother. He was fantastic. And Sabu was unstoppable man the stuff that he went through put his body through it's a miracle that he's walking today i mean i've never seen anybody as hardcore as sabu and i've seen hundreds probably thousands of wrestlers in my day and nobody can compare to those two it, it made my job easy i was on a winning streak van damme was the longest reigning uh television champion uh, Sabu was a world champion, man. They had some freaking fantastic matches, man. Unbelievable. If you go back and look at some of the footage and some of the stuff Van Damme and Sabu did, man. Sabu had a, a Bob Wire match with Terry Funk at the ECW Arena in uh, early in, in the mid '90s, and uh, he got his bicep ripped 
so bad as, you know, right where his muscle is, uh, about a 12 to 14 inch gash, and it was about an inch wide. It was about halfway during the match. His muscle was hanging out. He taped it up and kept wrestling. Now, after the matches, we ended up giving him like a, uh, about 40 stitches, and then he said, no more stitches, and he pulled out some super glue and super glued the rest. Now, who does that? Boom. Yeah, that's hardcore. That's uh, crazy. I'm, oh, yes. Uh, um, obviously, of course, um, being involved in ECW, I'm sure one name that definitely comes to mind, obviously, is, uh, of course, you see him a lot now in WWE, and that is obviously uh, Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah, Paul uh, was the boss. He was the boss, yeah. Uh, what do you think of his role now in WWE, of course, including being the advocate for Brock Lesnar? I think he's doing a terrific job. He's got a brilliant mind. Paulie loves the business as much as we do or more. You know, he's dedicated. He was born to do this business. He's got a great mind. In fact, he's one of the writers up there now in uh, WWE. You know, he's one of Vince's guys now. Uh, he's doing a great job, man. He's a, he can do interviews. He's uh, intelligent. He's smart. He's witty. Uh, he's honest. I love Paul Heyman. He's great. What, what, what a good guy to work for. You with me, Chad? Hey, Chad. Not hearing you, Chad. Your audio, I'm having no audio. I see my clock still ticking, but no audio. Daddy there? All right, Daddy, I can't hear you. I don't know if you hang up or not, or you guys going to try to call me? What's the deal, brother? Probably some difficulty, technical difficulties. But that happens. Don't worry. You know, it's all good. We'll get by. Keep rolling, Daddy. I got a lot of stories to tell. Hello? All right, you guys lost me. I'm holding on, Daddy. If can you guys hear me at all? I hope you can. Why uh, you're fixing the technical difficult? I'll keep telling some stories. Uh, how about a story from Tokyo? Ric Flair and Fujinami, 65,000 Japanese. It was Ric Flair, the world champion, against their world champion, Fujinami. Man, 65,000 Japanese people. That's a lot of people, brother. So, of course, uh, guess who they flew in to do the main event as a referee? Me. Bill Alfonso, Daddy, because I was the best in the business at that time. Very good. So, uh, what, what, a, what a great match they had. Man, they wrestled their asses off. They started doing old school, locking up, taking each other down. Then they started throwing punches. and They started doing their stuff, man. They got, got so excited. Anyway, uh, the referee took a bump, which is me. I flew out of the ring, and Fujinami threw Ric Flair 
over the top rope, and that's an automatic disqualification. But they didn't think I'd seen it, so they continued the match. Flair comes back into the ring. Here comes the Japanese referee. Uh, Fujinami gives him a big, like, uh, power diver type thing and pins him. The other referee counts. One, two, three. Ding, 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 ding. Fujinami just pinned Ric Flair. Oh, my God. 65,000 people going crazy. We got a new world Japanese champion. But the problem was, I seen Fujinami throw him over the top rope, Daddy. And it was a disqualification. When I took the belt from Fujinami, those Japanese wanted to kill me. I had to get a police escort to the airport. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. Did, have you guys been hearing me this whole time? I just had to get back on. I, I, did, ca- I, did, catch, I did catch majority of the story. My internet messed up. All right. Uh, things happen. Things happen. Let's keep rolling, okay? Keep rolling, Daddy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the Iceman actually kind of uh, sent uh, just uh, sent me a message that uh, but I do remember the moment you were referring to. I'm mean, going to see if we can get the ice. We can get uh, Jared DiGirolamo back on, which is the gentleman that uh, did get you on here with us here tonight. So stand by while we try to bring him mm-hmm. back. Bring him I'm, back. Here. Is that the, I'm here. Is that the I'm here. I'm here, Fonzie. Yep, I'm here, Fonzie. Fonzie, my question to you is, that's a good story there. One of my favorite memories I mentioned to you earlier tonight was Taz and Sabu from the ECW Barely Legal show, however. And we all know Terry Funk won the title in uh, 97, of course, on that particular show. There was a lot of questions going into that show, including the mass transit incident, however, that happened. However, and originally, however, the mass transit incident put the uh, pay-per-view in question at the time, however. What do you remember from that very first night, however, when ECW went on pay-per-view April of 97? I know a lot of people said they were nervous and everything, but the, one of my favorite matches of that show, however, besides the main event and besides, of course, the crazy six-man Japanese match, was your match, however, when you met brought out Taz, I remember Team Taz and like I said, you betrayed Taz and then went with Sabu Howard, which was a great moment. What do you remember of that barely legal first show, Howard, back in April of 97? I think uh, it was great because the people, all the employees, all the wrestlers, all the valets, all the uh, managers were uh, so excited. It was our first ECW pay-per-view and uh, it, you know, we're just excited. It was a sellout crowd. Uh, the buy rate was good. Everybody was excited. Every match on that card was a main event. I mean, everybody was so good working their asses off. And, and of course, everybody was a little nervous because, you know, was, a lot of these young guys didn't have, had no experience with pay-per-views, but I did. I just came off of WrestleMania and Starcades and WCW and Florida Wrestling and WWF, so... I was kind of used to it, but it, it was a great moment for ECW. It was a great moment. Everybody was hyped up. Paul Heyman gave us all a big pep talk before. You know how you gathered the guys around and, you know, here's our chance. And it was proven. We did really good. And then we did another pay-per-view and then another. We ended up doing 22 pay-per-views before the company uh, got sold to Vince. Darling, indeed. Uh, we had to cut the Iceman once again. Had that has had that. You have that terrible echo there, Fonzie. My apologies. So yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting the echo. Yeah, so everything's okay. happening. You know, if it was perfect, everybody. Be, if it was easy, everybody be doing it. But you guys are handling it well. 
you know, we're working around our problems, brother. I appreciate that. I do. I do appreciate. I do appreciate that, sir. Uh, thank you. For oh that yeah, support. yeah. I'm a team player. You'll find out I'm a team player, brother. I can adapt. This is what wrestlers do. That's what you guys do. Anybody who loves the business knows how to work. You know, we work around the problems, Eddie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. One one thing I've been I was just thinking about while we've been trying to get sort through all these little situations here. I remember during the time, of course, you were managing. RVD and Sabu. Um, yes, my, the, my two favorite wrestlers, of course. Yes, sir. The outfit. Whose idea was it to have you to have an outfit like that? The orange shirt. Me, my outfit? Well, when I was with Taz, he was decked out in orange. So it was natural. It was, of course, all my idea. Anytime we had a pay-per-view, I'd have a new outfit made custom to the pay-per-view, like Barely Legal. I would have Barely Legal, you know, embroidered on the shirt, my name, my guys I wrestled. So I went through 22 pay-per-view shirts uh, and had one made, and it was great. I, I loved the dress. It made me look good. I felt good. And people identify me with all the embroidery and the hat and the whistle and all that, so it was good for me. I liked it. I liked getting dressed up. Yeah, especially especially I like the black hat, the black tie, the orange shirt, and the black pants. Uh, that was a that oh, was a yeah. great, great combo right there. Very very unique there indeed. Uh, <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. It kind of reminded me, of course, when you said when you had a lot of stuff embroidered on, on a, lot of, a lot of the names there and stuff embroidered on it was kind of similar. Yes. To, I'm sure in some way. I don't know if you ever got compared to Jimmy Hart. Who had the jacket? Yes, Jimmy Hart is a very good friend. He has all his airbrushed. Right, mm -hmm. certainly. Okay. All his outfits are all airbrushed, real nice. Certainly. Absolute uh, sense, <clears throat> uh, and of course, our page I just mentioned a while ago, Heaven Wrestling Federation. I do think a good friend of ours, uh, who of course has his own, also his own little podcast up north, uh, Captain Dave Spieler. Who is in charge of our group oh. called Heaven Wrestling Federation? Posted a wonderful okay. picture. Posted a wonderful picture of the late Harley Race holding, as they as of course the infamous NWA World Heavyweight Championship belt in its glory. Um, rest rest in peace, eight time NWA World Champion Harley Race. It was posted just about an hour ago. Um, yes, indeed, great picture indeed. Uh, of course, the big the big mutton chops uh, right there. I got to love yes. the mutton chops. Right there. Yes, I, I, I love it. Uh, now, I don't remember back in mid-2000s, mid I don't know if you remember Triple H tried doing that same thing. Did that, did that, was that doing it as a sign of respect or what, what was that all about in your, I mean, I, mean, I know he was, I know Triple H kind of modeled a lot of things after, you know, but Flair, obviously he talked about Flair was his number one idol. But he also tried to resemble a lot of other wrestlers. I mean, did, did they look good on Triple H as they did with Harley Race back in the day? Or I don't think well, it, it was it was a different era. I'd say it looked good on Triple H. It was okay, you know, and maybe it was a respect thing. But yeah, Triple H looks great. But you know, Harley Race back in the day, you know, he had those big pork chop sideburns. Man, he was the man. But. Uh, yeah, I think Triple H looked good, and he was trying different things, you know what I mean, until uh, he, he got his gimmick down. But, you know, it's all good. You know, we want to uh, different ourselves a little bit, you know, because uh, we, we got to be noticed, you know what I mean? We're walking through the airport, and 
got beat in those big button chops. Hey, who is that guy? You know what I mean? If they don't watch wrestling, they say, that's somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I do agree 110%. Uh, John, uh, did you have any questions for our guest this evening that I can uh, ask, uh, that, that we, that we can ask? He's a gentleman on our chat box. He's also our resident, resident historian. He does, our wrestling history. he does our wrestling history every week on all of our shows. Very good at it. Very good at it indeed. Uh, <clears throat> uh, well, John, he wants to make a comment. Okay, John, go ahead, please, and I will read that. I will read that. Go ahead. Our- go ahead. Go, go ahead, John Boy. Go ahead and make your comment, Daddy. What is it, brother? Come on, lay it on me. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Come on, Daddy. John- uh, oh yeah. Okay. 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 Well, he will technically a comment and question at the same time here. Okay. Uh, he wanted to ask your opinion about the. ECW one night stand events that WWE did in 05 and 06. What was your opinions about them? I think there were, um, you know what? It's hard for lightning to strike twice. You know what I mean? Uh, ECW can never be reproduced. Yeah, I thought it was watered down just a little bit, you know, uh, because of the different sanctions for the TV stations and Vince has, you know, is a little bit different from, you know, we were so hardcore. We were blood and guts and the girls were the big titties falling out, and, you know, <laughs> chairs and tables and shit. It was crazy, but I, it was okay. Uh, people expected uh, that they, they really got a good show. They got a good show, but it wasn't, 100% ECW style. I'd say it was about 85%, but it still was good. People liked it and enjoyed it. Certainly. Indeed. Indeed. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. What What was enough? And, and that was my next, my next question here. Uh, um, my next question, obviously, of course, uh, with, of course, with the 06 ECW one night stand event, of course, obviously, that led in to, of course, what WWE tried to do here in bringing back ECW. I mean, I think you pretty much answered that question, but uh, uh, did they did they did it do more harm than good for them to try to bring that back? Uh, honestly, to try for Vince to try to, try to bring ECW back, right? Yes, sir. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. um. They tried to bring it back, but it did not take because it was so watered down. It was just like a WWE show, almost. You know what I mean? So if they were trying to bring it back at that pace, it wasn't going to work. They had to be uh, mimic us exactly for, you know, uh, the real ECW fans didn't like it. But, you know, uh, but so it didn't work. It actually didn't work. They took it off the air after a while, you know. But... Yeah. Uh, they tried, but you know they couldn't make that lightning hit twice. If they if they had brought back, now I know they obviously did a, of course, a remake of the ECW title belt. I mean that was probably the coolest thing about yes. it. But I mean yeah. the belt looked good and all. I mean it was not the original. Obviously, you, obviously you remember the what the original looked like. That was hardcore right there in itself, in my personal opinion. But if they had brought back the other belts, would it would it would it have had made a difference if they brought back the other belts that were involved? 
I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it would have made any difference, uh, Bell, but they were nice belts, I remember, you know. They were yeah. nice belts. I don't think it would have made much of a difference because you, along with the belts, you need the talent. You need the hardcore stuff, you know. And that's what they weren't providing, the really hardcore tables and all. They, they did some hardcore stuff, but, you know, ECW was built on hardcore, crazy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I have no doubt about it. Uh, just switch gears for just a second here. Of course, another topic in the wrestling world that has been making a lot of, lot of sound ever since it was first mentioned, of course, before Christmas last year. And then, obviously, of course, it made more and more impact when we first saw it, saw it, uh, of course, at around the end of May. And then we just saw it here just recently with several more events popping up. And then, of course, I'm, I'm obviously talking about the uh, the promotion started by, of course, Cody Rhodes, obviously, and that's, of course, AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Oh, yeah. uh, what is your take about this promotion here thus far, about what's done? Uh, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm, I'm happy for the wrestlers because there's only one place to wrestle and make a living. Now, there's a lot of indie shows and a lot of shows around the country, but you can't make a living, you know. You can make a living for with Vince, WWE, because you got a big contact and you're making money. Now, this new company that uh, the owner of the Jags in Jacksonville is putting on with Cody and Dustin and all those guys, they're a big, billion-dollar freaking company, man. This guy's got a lot of money, and they're going to do it right. They've already signed a bunch of guys. And uh, I think it's going to be spectacular for the fans are going to have their choice. Now, they don't just have to watch Monday Night Raw, which is a great show. I mean, I'm not putting Vince on at all because Vince has a really good product, and they're a genius over there. But uh, is the boys an opportunity to work? Uh, the fans are going to see something different, and I think it's all good. I think it's great, and I'm happy, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bill Alfonso doesn't end up there for a little while. Well, if they asked you, could we could we see some sort of involvement? Or, of course, is that kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we would love oh, to see that. That would... Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm ready to sign you up. Think- not. I'm I'm so busy. I'm so busy doing shows all over the country now, but I would like to work for one major company and have one more run because I'm semi-retired, you know what I mean? So, but I still look good. I feel good. I'm 172 pounds lean daddy got a six-pack. I'm looking good. My haircut's all trimmed. Baby, I look beautiful. Ready to go another two years. And I wish I could take Van Dam with me. Uh, speaking of Van Dam, now we know that currently he's wrestling for Impact, but we did yeah. see him. We did see him the other week, of course, at the Raw reunion show. Uh, yeah, uh, that was great. He he got the biggest pop. He got the biggest. The crowd cheered more for him than anybody else. I think that night when he came out through those curtains, people went nuts. Absolutely. Uh, now, of course, it was reported that Impact gave RVD their blessing and let him come on there. Um, now, did that really kind of surprise you a little bit that that you know with Impact and WWE, of course, being at at at, at ends with each other for a little bit here and there? You, did that kind yeah. of surprise you that, that they would let they would give 
they would give, um, of course, a big name, of course, like RVD, um, this opportunity to join, to uh, be just for a one-night only appearance in WWE. It, 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 it was a pleasant surprise to to see them, the companies get along like that for a minute. You know what I mean? I'm glad it's good, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, okay. it was a total surprise. I didn't expect that, but yeah, and, and that would only happen with somebody like Van Damme and a couple other big stars, you know what I mean? They had no choice in the matter, but uh, all good. It worked out great. Van Damme was back in, uh, you know, Impact, and he had a spectacular night, uh, the Monday night, you know, it's all good. Uh, now, one one quick aspect I wanted to, I wanted to also mention was during the Raw reunion show, of course, I'm sure you one one key uh, uh, piece of uh, storyline that they've been doing here a lot lately is this introduction of this belt called the 24-7 Championship. I'm sure you've heard all about this. Um, yes. Yes, sir. Now, during the Raw reunion show, I think they, 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 went, they let, pretty much let the legends have a field day. With this belt. Yeah, it was funny. Pat Patterson, everybody got a little shot at that belt that night. They kept changing it, changing it. I thought it was kind of unique, you know what I mean? That'll never happen again, but it was kind of funny. It was entertainment, you know? It's sports entertainment now. And, of course, obviously, what made it interesting was that because the last legend to hold it for the night was obviously Hall of Famer and a million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, and he bought it off. They bought it off of Alundra Blaze, which I thought it was kind of unique, yes. of course. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's character perfect. Exactly. Now, so the story we read through one of these wrestling uh, wrestling note page, wrestling news pages, yeah. that, that yeah. they had, taken, of course, the top five superstars who had who has had the longest span since being since holding a holding some sort of title in WWE and believe it or not Ted DiBiase's uh uh when uh well actually he bought the belt from Alundra Blaze and became officially became 24/7 title holder they said that obviously his his reign his long standing uh amount of time since he has held a WWE belt of some form actually was the longest one because the last time prior to the Raw reunion, the last time they I, I, it was recorded that he held a belt was obviously the tag title belts with IRS. That was in 1993. And IRS, I, Mike Rotundo. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. And they said that, believe it or not, between 1993 and what happened two weeks ago with that Raw reunion was, like I said, the longest time ever since, Teddy, since anybody – uh, last held a belt in WWE, and of course now, like I said, the number one right there, obviously, like I said, is the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And Patterson and Briscoe made that list, I think, at least once or twice. Yep. And on the very yep. and number five was the late Rowdy Roddy Piper, believe it or not. So, which was kind of shocking. Oh. Um, but I wish wow. I could find the story. But believe it or not, Ted DiBiase. Between '93 and what happened two weeks ago, when he bought that belt from Melinda Blaze, had uh, had the longest span, tw- 26 years. Is what? Yes, 26 uh, years. Uh, I'll be down. A belt. <laughs> as he held a belt in uh, WWE officially. So. 
So amazing. Wow. Honestly, amazing. Yes. I mean, but uh, of course, yeah, yeah. obviously, well, let it go along, obviously, with our truth and Drake Maverick, who's been really the only two guys that have been, they, they pretty much, pretty much been having a lot of fun with here lately, with as far as this belt goes. Because um, they obviously can't do the hardcore thing anymore. So this is, I guess, the next best thing. Uh, um, well, sir, um, anything you'd like to uh, mention to us, plug, or anything like that, sir? Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up because I got an early flight in the morning. You guys are fantastic. I love the Wolfpack radio stuff, man. You guys keep doing it. I'm going to plug my uh, uh, my Instagram, and, and I got Facebook, Bill Fonzi Alfonso. You guys check it out. Instagram and my Facebook, Bill Fonzi Alfonso. Uh, I got a lot of great pictures on there, and I got uh, all kind of stuff going on. I got some shows I want to plug in. Uh, let's see, I'm doing a show tomorrow in Cleveland. Uh, for a company, uh, um, it's a pretty good show. But uh, a big show that I'm doing is a, there's a big convention in September uh, in New Jersey. It's called Legends of the Ring. It's September 21st and 22nd in uh, New Jersey. Legends of the Ring. You can find it on the internet. I'll be there along with a lot of my superstar friends. I'm really happy about that. In uh, October 5th, I'm going out to Fort Wayne, Indiana. There's another big convention that's so good with some big names on there, uh, Heroes and Legend, uh, Legends uh, 13. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, a lot of superstars, and, of course, I'm uh, there. I'm, they call me a platinum guest. I don't know what that means, but platinum means pretty good, brother. I'll be there, and I'm going to enjoy it. I wish you guys could come out. I know... You're a long way from there, but, you know, anytime uh, you guys want to come see me, just come on in and ask for me, and I'll get you backstage with me. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on, so check my uh, um, Instagram out. I'm always posting stuff on there and always on Facebook. You know, I got some really great pictures. You guys are uh, you like old school. I got some old school pictures uh, in there. You'll love them. Uh, but that's about it, guys. I really enjoyed you guys, and thank you so much for having me on tonight. Yeah. Absolutely. And I actually just now started following you on Instagram, sir. Be under WCWS Enterprises. So, uh, so oh, fantastic. My, my, fantastic. I've already started following you, yes, sir. So, absolutely. We'll get that word out. Absolutely, sir. We do. And it has been indeed an honor, sir, and a privilege here on behalf of everybody here at WCWS. Of course, our groups on Facebook and also our shows in the radio network, sir. We'd love to have you come back and talk. talk oh, shop I want to come back. I want to come back. I wanna, yeah, absolutely. Let, let's, have, let's set something up for maybe uh, uh, December. Okay. November, I December, right in there. I'll come out and we'll set something up. We'll have a little bit more time because you guys call me. I'm lucky that I'm on tonight. I got so many stuff. I get so many podcast requests to do, but, you know, I can't do them all, but I figured I'd give you guys a chance. You guys been, you know, uh, uh, messaging me on my Facebook and all that, and finally I got to, you know, there's five or 10,000 people. I can't get to everybody, you know? Oh, absolutely. And and like I said, I'll, I will, of course, pass this on to the Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, uh, who you spoke to, uh, and uh, he'll, he'll be the one, of course, that will try, we'll try to get something set up between now and then. And we look forward to having you back on here on many of our shows. 
I will get you the phone number and the caller IDs here on TalkShoe. And please, by all means, sir, please join us for any, any time. And we'll talk more shop on wrestling, sir. We do greatly 100%. I appreciate that, sir. And we, we thank you very much for joining us here this evening. Right back at you, guys. Have a good evening. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. All take, right, guys. Take care, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. God bless you. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Thank take you. Care. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed an is, of course, we are extremely thankful to have, of course, a legendary uh, of course, the man who calls it. Uh, of course, the one and the only, of course. Of course, Dale Fontenot. Of course, I got to thank the Iceman. Thank you all for gentlemen, we're sorry. We're sorry. And you can tell. And you got a little bit of a I'm here. Very serious. 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 Course, check him out on Instagram. Of course, he's also on Facebook as well. And we may have, of course, we'll do our best between November and December to have him back on some a future episode, of course, of WWS Revolution or NWO Wolfpack here sometime in the near future. We thank you very much. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode uh, 214 of NWO Wolfpack here. For of course uh, Thursday, August the first, two thousand and nineteen, uh, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course the Iceman Jared Duallo will be back on here with us momentarily, and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have some technical issues here, also on the side here of uh, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. I'm not sure what happened, but we did lose him, and I'm by, and of course the Fonzie, we do apologize, and we're not sure. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, where we are investigating, we are checking that out here even as we speak here. Uh, so, Fonzie, if you can hear us, uh, by all means, uh, if you can make it back on tonight, please do so. But if you can't, that's okay. We hope to talk to you, of course, tomorrow night here, of course, on Revolution. Let's see if we can get uh, JD back here with us. Uh, JD, are you back with us? I am here. Okay, that's what happened. I don't think you cleared it off that way. I, that's what. Okay. That's what. That's what. Now well, we're just no right, and I think and our other font is coming back too. But before we get to him, let's just say I think tonight, however, we definitely heard from one of the most unique, funny, charismatic, and uh, straight by the book on it, right down the middle. As I said before, however, the man who managed greats like Rob Van Dam and Sabu, who of course had some great uh, battles, of course. With Beulah, of course, with Taz, and as the one and only Mr. Bill Alfonso. Of course, as you said, as you said, of course, you can follow him on Instagram, Bill Fonzi Alfonso, ladies and gentlemen. I've actually went ahead and I've also now started following him on Instagram. So uh, uh, I think our good friend Captain Dave Spieler also does it as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, during that during that interview we had with the legendary Bill Bill Alfonso, I temporarily once again lost in, in my internet. Uh, due to I don't know if it was the weather, given any sort of uh, 
any sort of um, give me any sort of fit at all because I almost lost power here just a few moments ago. Yes, yeah, well, it's, but it's been cloudy most of the day down here. It actually started getting cloudy about four o'clock this afternoon. It's been, it's been, it's been, be careful. Well, it's been pretty much dark down here ever since then. But, uh, but actually, during, during the interview, I also had a phone call from my mother who actually just for about five minutes actually lost power. Yeah, she, Bill was talking, when you were doing that, Bill was talking a little bit about that, and you heard the last little bit, he started channeling, maybe next time we'll get him to talk a little bit more about, he was talking about the Fujinami flare match from uh, Tokyo in 91, however, in the yeah. Tokyo Dome. I heard a little bit of, and it was, and if you had me, you had me on mute, Howard, and if you didn't have me on mute and you had that phone call, they, how I would have asked him a question, but I was listening to it, and it was, you can go back and listen to it, but uh, you'll have to ask him again. He did share a little bit, you heard the last little bit of it, but it was, it was an interesting piece. He had a lot to say about the Flair Fujinami match, however. It was very entertaining. Okay, and I do believe we do, speaking of, I think we have our, our main Fonzie on the line here. Uh, Fonzie, uh, just, just to let you know, Mr. WWS here, my humblest apologies as to what happened here. Um, as I mentioned here just a few moments ago, I can't explain that um, <clears throat> we I had a I had a small power outage for the last for for a few moments, and somehow it kind of knocked everything out, including my internet, for about five five ten minutes, and I just now was officially able to get something reestablished. So. And I apologize if it knocked you if it knocked you off. I'm not sure why. No, 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 no. You put me muted, and I when you put me muted, I was hearing an echo and shit. So I was like, "This is not okay. something happened." Because I was hearing because the other uh, um, Mr. Fonzie, whatever you know. Uh, Saying he couldn't hear you because it was all like echoing. So well, we uh, actually like, yeah, that, we actually solved that problem. Actually, I think it was coming from JD, but JD had since gotten that situated just now. So okay, so okay. we're all clear. So, oh, but again, I do apologize, sir. About my no, 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 no. I I turned myself off. I was like, okay, I just yeah. Because uh, I because just get I'm, off. I just get off and you know, just relax. And JD just called me. He's like, "Come back." I was like, "Okay, whatever." Okay. Yeah. Well, but I also, but also because I did, I did um, several areas around me down here in North Carolina did lose power for a few months, and surprisingly yeah. enough, okay. it was important. But we did, have, we have had some big time rain here. Of course, also with the heat flaring yeah. up and thunder. I mean that's always been the case. Down that's the way North yeah. Carolina weather has always been. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. So so again, my 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 humblest apologies uh for again for that. No, it's uh, not your fault. No, that's okay. okay. Right, I thank, accept thank you, it. That's okay. Appreciate it. And also, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately we lost our live video feed as well from Top Heel again um during that internet situation. So um, and I think we did get a good amount in. I'll have to go back and, and I'll have to go back and uh, look over the situation here again. Um, but I think we did. A, I think we did do a good. Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, I, I think we did. 
I think we did get a good amount in, so I'll have to go back and uh, um, um, I'll have, yeah, everybody knows what I said. I don't need to repeat this. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But I, I think we did. I think we did. A, did, did a, Come on with
Summer Scam, I mean Summer Slam, Summer Scam, whatever you want to call it, Howard. That's coming up one week from this Saturday and, of course, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on the WWE Network, live from the city of T-Town. Yes, folks, Toronto, Ontario, oh, Canada, the great white Maple Leaf North, Howard. Plus, of course, we will all give you our Raw Reigns and predictions. Of course, this Monday, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Steel City of Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, at the PPG Paints Arena. So be sure to check that out. That is going P-P-P. to be exciting. PPP. <laughs> yeah. PPP. But, uh, <laughs> but we'll see what happens this week. Of course, they will be live this week, as we said, in Pittsburgh, Howard, at the PPG Paints Arena. Be sure to check that out this Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, they will be paying true to Harley Race with a 10-bell salute. And folks, hold on to your seats, Howard, because we got some other news to talk about, Howard, as far as big names, Howard. First off, of course, coming up, Howard, this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, tickets will go on sale live. That's right, I said live from the Bay Area city of San Francisco, ladies and gentlemen, in the Chase Center, the new home of the Golden State Warriors. And, of course, they will be selling out tickets for Monday, September 23rd, and Tuesday, September 24th, live at the Chase Center this Saturday. So if you're in the Bay Area City, be sure to check that out. Also, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 p.m. until 8.30 p.m., let him in, folks. Yes, folks, Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse will be signing autographs at the Adventureland store at the Gluckhouser Premium Outlets in Blackwood, New Jersey, tomorrow night from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Be sure to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Sunday at the Barnes & Noble down in Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, our good friend, and now Patel's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. Titus O'Neill will be signing autographs of copies of his book. Uh, believe it or not, Howard, we will tell you about that here in just a second. Also, of course, believe it or not, this Sunday, Howard, come meet Trish Stratus one week before SummerSlam at the AVS Center, ladies and gentlemen, in Toronto. Of course, uh, that will be coming up on Sunday. Meanwhile, this uh, coming uh, Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, come meet the Queen herself, Charlotte Flair, right before SmackDown Live in Detroit Rock City at 23035 Coolidge Highway in Oak Park, Michigan, ladies and gentlemen, from 11 to 1.30 p.m. this Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, as she will be signing autographs there. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, don't forget next week, of course, some big autographs coming up, including the Toys R Us store in uh, Edo, um, hard to say this word, Edo, Bacoque, uh, Ontario, at 690 Evans Avenue, Howard, in Edaboke, Ontario, M9C, 1A1, from 10 to noon, next next Friday, from 10 to noon, ladies and gentlemen, he will be signing autographs there, ladies and gentlemen, next Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen, also next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Toys R Us in North York, ladies and gentlemen, come meet the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman at the Toys R Us store, he will be signing autographs there, followed by Tunis O'Neill will be signing autographs next Saturday, Ladies and gentlemen, how we'll talk about that in a second, but Braun will be signing autographs at 1440 Lawrence Avenue, East North York, Ontario, M4A, 2B6, from 4 to 6.30 p.m. next Friday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, of course, uh, you can meet, of course, uh, Titus O'Neill and Trish Stratus this week. Titus, of course, will be signing autographs of copies of his new book, ladies and gentlemen. Trish, of course, will be uh, there for a meet and greet special in her hometown of Toronto, Ladies and gentlemen, how are, I believe, yes, this Sunday, and then as we said, next Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, come meet Kurt Angle, ladies and gentlemen, in Mississauga, ladies and gentlemen, Ontario, Howard, he will be signing autographs, Howard, 
at 3115 Argentinia, A-R-G-N-T-I-A Road, Mississauga, Ontario, L5N, OB1, ladies and gentlemen, however, from 10 to noon next Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, also next Saturday, Bray Wyatt will be signing our, or not Bray Wyatt, excuse me, uh, Titus O'Neil will be signing autographs, if you will. Then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we told you about four days of Toronto, and ladies and gentlemen, Coming up two weeks from tomorrow, meet the Iconics. Yes, folks, Billy Kay and Payne Royce will be in Freehold, New Jersey at the iPlay America store. Ladies and gentlemen, in New Jersey from 7 to 10 p.m., however, two weeks from tomorrow. And then two weeks on Monday, ladies and gentlemen, come meet Natty Nightheart. Yes, folks, the Queen of Hearts herself, Natty Nightheart. At the Cricket Wireless Store on Monday morning, August 19th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Cricket Wireless Store in St. Paul, Minnesota, 1627 White Bear Avenue, 55106, from 11 to 1.30 p.m. before Monday Night Raw takes to the air in St. Paul, two weeks on Monday in St. Paul, Minnesota. So there you go, folks. This is where you can check out all your autograph hounds and needs are from your favorite superstars past and present. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we do have an update, Howard, on the first NFL preseason game of the year, ladies and gentlemen. The Atlanta Falcons are up midway through the fourth quarter, 10-7, as it is the Hall of Fame game tonight, Howard. Of course, it is midway through the second half of that game. And I believe right now, with that guitar riff, I think we know who that might be, ladies and gentlemen. So, let us turn it over now, I believe, Howard, back. <laughs> Well, we thought it was, however. Uh, no, you're right. It is. It, 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 is. it is? Okay, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so, <laughs> yes, folks, it is my Raw Tag Team partner, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bring him in now, however. We will do this. And uh, coming up this Sunday, folks, he told me earlier, Howard, on Facebook.com, he will have a very special tribute to a great man that we lost earlier today, as we said, ladies and gentlemen. And he will share his thoughts about that in his video, but he will also share about that here tonight on the line. So let's bring him in now. My tag team partner. No, it wasn't me. I didn't do that riff. Oh, you didn't do that? Okay. Well, let's join no, him now, ladies and gentlemen, from Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, where right now he's not a stone's throw away from, uh, let's just say, having the whip being laid across him. No, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, but let's bring him in now. Our favorite historian, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. John Gross. John, go ahead. Okay, the reason why... Okay, the reason why I didn't do do an entrance theme tonight is because I wanted to uh, <clears throat> talk about talk about my condolences and thoughts on the Harley race. Sure, go ahead, please. 1986 King of the Ring winner, first ever NWA United States champion. Oh yeah. What what a what a great career. The very best, if not one, the very best entertainers. I look at old stars like Piper, Savage, San Martino, Hogan, Andre, Andre, um, Warrior, and others. But there was nothing. But I know Jerry the King Lawler is the king and all, but there is only one. There was only one original king in wrestling. And that was, by God, Harley Race. Whether you loved the guy, whether you loved the guy or hated the guy, he was he was awesome. Mm -hmm. Finally, 1987, he was able to make it to the to the big bright lights at WrestleMania three when he took on the Junkyard Dog and 
And although, and although he never, he never had the success in WWE, excuse me, winning a title, he's up there with all the rest. I've never won a title, but damn it, still had charisma. Oh, yes. Bobby, he- Bobby Heenan has lost. Harley Race, King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, and others in the in the in the sky. Uh, all destined. Nice one, Fonzie. Sorry. <laughs> in the sky of where we're all de- in the sky of where we're all destined to be someday. They're all they're all in the great ring in the sky. And Chad, I think you said it best. They rolled out the. Today, they rolled out the red carpet for Harley Race. Oh, yes. So, yes, like J.D. said, in, in my, that's why I'm here from, yes. for the announcement. That is why I'm here. This Sunday night at 9.30 p.m. or 10 o'clock, I will talk about Harley Race. I've notified my fellow colleagues about this. I've been in talks with them about it. And I'm going to do, and I will do a Harley Race tribute show. But again, but again, like, like Fonzie said, our condolences go out to his family, his friends, and all the great competitors he wrestled with. And I'm talking about guys like Ric Flair, Jake Roberts. The entire list goes on and on. And you know the irony in this, guys? The, uh, the irony of this? You know 1988 Survivor Series. When Harley Race, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, Dino Bravo, and Andre, they were all one same team. Well, both of them, both of them were on that same team, and both of them are now gone. Come on with these flags. It's a fucking preseason. I'm sorry. What, What preseason game is on? Denver and Atlanta. Uh, Denver and Atlanta at the Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame game. The Hall of Fame game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But go on. Go on, go on. Don't let me get started about football because because I'm not ready for the fall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But like I but like I said, guys. Like I said, 1986 heart. Like I said, not, I'm not taking away anything from his NWA career. Career, because he had a great career. That cage match he had with Flair at Starcade 1983. One of the greatest feuds in the history of, of Harley Race brought out the best in Ric Flair. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can say with all due respect, when Race and Flair 
got in the ring together, it was it was destined to be a match of all time. But we will, but but surely, and I'm going to close this out by saying, there is no one, there is no one, and I say this with all due respect, nobody will measure up to the legend that Harley Race set the standard for. Oh, no one. With that said, guys, that said, guys, like I said, I had no interest in tonight, but because I wanted to pay my respects. But hey, Harley, and this is my final closing before, and this is my final closing. And Chad, Fonzie, JD, I thank you for letting me come on and share my thoughts. But this is my final closing. Harley, you're in the big ring now in the sky with all the legends surrounded with Mr. Perfect, British Bulldog, Eddie Guerrero, Rick Rude, Randy Savage, King Kong Bundy, Devon Eriks, Ultimate Warrior, all those guys that paved the way in wrestling too. So, but Harley, your legacy, your memory, and your spirit will be honored for all time. John, do not leave yet, please. Do not leave yet, please. Because, J.D., there is something we actually forgot to do from that, well, John left. Uh, but, but anyway, um, but anyway, but I, I, I could not agree more with John. And you know, before we leave tonight, Howard, I'm going to play a small clip of a memory I think we all remember that John talked about involving Harley Race and Ric Flair that set up that match between the two of them at Starcade, however. And in fact, I'll play it right now for you guys before we continue on. And this is from July of 83. I think, Chad, you might remember this going back and remembering this. And and Fonzie, this is the first time you've heard this. This is what set up the match between these two in in, in Thanksgiving night of 83, but this took place in early July of 83. So let me play this clip right now. Thing on the face of the earth that would ever push me to do what I'm going to do right now. But Flair, you have pushed me as far as you're going to push. Right here is $25,000, and it goes to any human being that can eliminate Ric Flair from wrestling. Take a look at it, Paul Jones, you and your whole entourage of people, Dick Slater, Okay. The names, the list, it goes on and on. Any human being that can eliminate Ric Flair for me has got $25,000 cash. I'll give it to any living human being. Jack Briscoe, you are world's champion. You took the belt from me. You're the man. You can do it. It's here for you. Come and get it, please. Somebody 
Take the damn money! I want rid of Flair! And I think we all remember that quite well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, and yes, very good indeed. Another moment, and I'm sure if you haven't checked out the Raw Rant panel chat box here recently, or as you know, I, I actually post every so often the WWS Messenger Moments of the Day. And one of those, mes- those moments today, of course, upon hearing the news from JD, of course, I actually found this and, play- and, and posted it. Um, I have to go back and, and try to remember when it was. It's not, a, it's not the full, I don't think it's the full match, but, but it is, I'm sure, an infamous moment, of course. It's from WCCW. I believe in 1982, where Harley Race wrestled, I believe, Kerry Von Erich. So if you get an opportunity to uh, ever ever want to take a look at what we have going on in that chat box, um, I'm sure, like I said, John, you're, John, you, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, Fonzie, I don't know if you've seen the clip or not that I posted. JD, I, I don't, maybe you have as well. I think I've seen. I think I've seen. It. In fact, you know what? I'm going to take that up right now. Yeah, it's all, yeah, check out the chat box. It should be on there. I uh, thank some of our other friends, including J.W. Cannon, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, I'm sure Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, among others. I'm sure I've also probably seen this clip here as well. Um, uh, but like I said, I think the clip is like only two minutes long. So, um, but it's not, so that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's the full match. Yeah, like, Fort Worth of 81, you mean? Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, well, if it was between Harley Race and Kerry Von Eric, I remember that. I, I thought it was 82, but if it's 81 or 82, it's one of the two. Yeah, hold on. Let me, let me take it up. Hold on. <laughs> it is. Is it from 80? What is it from 80 what? Coming up very soon, you have one of the biggest matches of your life. What are your thoughts on that? Mark, how do you think my thoughts are on that? You know, I'm wrestling Harley Race. Harley Race is going to be a stepping stone. Harley Race, you're a stepping stone for me in St. Louis. Uh, once I step on you, next I'm going to step on Ric Flair, which is the world champion. I have to go through you first, then Ric Flair. The match will be coming up in the very near future. If I beat you, Harley Race, and I'm, I'm in the best condition I've ever been in in my life, like I said, you'll be a stepping stone, Harley Race, and I'm coming this fire. I'll be, I'll be in the best shape I've ever been in my life. But this was, I think, I, I think this was actually a, an actual match. What, what I saw, what I posted. Um, oh, okay. But, but that, that was that was leading up to it. I mean, I'm, but uh, but anyway, like I said, it's on there if you ever want to go back and look at some of those. Because I post a lot of moments on there about all the time. Everybody here knows that, um, including this just different stuff, including of course the moment uh, from last night's NXT where we saw, out of all people. Fondango come to the help of his uh, 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 longtime tag team partner Tyler Breeze in NXT last night. Uh, that's posted on there too, as well as some other infamous moments here in D. So definitely got to check that out, including, of course, the uh, a playlist that they made here just recently, where Triple H is taking is, is going is wrestling some of your some of the all time greats in wrestling. So check out that playlist there as well. Uh, uh, JD and Fonzie, uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, I was hoping John, I'm sure John John is still on with us or not. 
But I was also going to make uh, – oh, no, John's on here. He's actually believing that Fondango and Tyler Breeze could possibly win the NXT Tag Team titles. He could. I would, I would see that. I would agree with that. If that. I don't know if it's official or not, but if it is, I think they have a good chance. It's, they're long overdue to hold some gold, in my personal opinion, yep. I think. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Fondango looks like he's still in great shape, too. So, yeah, he was out uh, for quite a, almost, I think, about a year, six months to a year. I think it was a real serious injury. They just that was something else. I can't remember. It was it was quite a while he was out of action. I do know that. Yeah. And but JD, John, and Fonzie, of course, are going to be our witnesses here, official witnesses of this today. Per checking, uh, doing some research here, folks, um, and I'm sure, obviously, that everyone has has seen the infamous uh, clips of course on youtube featuring of course xavier woods going against some of the best in wrestling um um and, and of course uh doing some uh by by playing the latest and and oldest and and latest video games of course we all know what that is and so ladies and gentlemen that is actually given mr wws here a little bit more inspiration so uh, ladies and gentlemen here tonight Officially here, uh, JD, John, like I said, JD, John, and and, and Fonzie are our first witnesses to hear about this. I am officially announcing another brand new belt. Of course, we have others that we have not introduced yet, but those will probably popping up here with the AEW and, of course, obviously NXT TakeOver and, of course, SummerSlam coming up here soon. But I, I, I may use this belt as one of the belts for. Uh, the prediction title challenge for SummerSlam. I'm, I'm still pondering that, but I think that's where that might go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I, I do now present the the brand new... The Island of Beautiful Men belt. <laughs> yeah, there you well, J.D., the only one that would be wearing that would be you. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't get... Yeah, anyway, no. Anyway, anyway. Um, it is the WCWS Up Up down down championship nice i like it so and believe it or not that actually uh actually i think they did have a belt make made for that and i saw a video here apparently there's something going on now between samoa joe and the iconics for that for for their version of the up up down down title according to xavier wood so obviously there's something going on between samoa joe and the iconics uh, and you know how these wrestlers who not hate each other in the ring, they go against one another for fun And when it comes to video games. Don't get me wrong, I'm a video game nut too. I'm sure JD is, John is. Yeah. I mean, Fonzie, I'm not sure if you're a big fan of it or not, but it, it is fun. They are fun indeed. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the WWS Up Up Down Down Championship belt will be that a, was what, a Xavier Woods was paged back in the day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, 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 Alberto Del Rio can go up, up, so Xavier Woods went down, down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a that's a much that's a, that's a bad joke. Uh, I told a lot of bad ones here just today alone, but that was probably the worst one. No, so you had some good ones last night. Don't forget. Yeah, of course. Of course, also, whenever you have to... No disrespect, though, guys. Yes. And, of course, like I said, uh, and, and 
Of course, one thing I did post on the Raw Rant panel chat box the other day, uh, while everybody was talking wrestling, I actually went a little crazy and said something about, um, I was acting like I was freaking out when I said, JD with no pants. <laughs> I did see that. I got to talk about that. I did see that. That was pretty good, though. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, but we were okay. all, we're all uh, Yes, Fonz. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, oh, you're not interrupting. I was actually saying. I have something I want to say, and I don't know how to say it. Um, I was, a couple weeks ago, I was thinking that, um, I was thinking that dropping dropping most of my titles and most of them um, I was going to drop all my titles out and you know but um, I don't know how to do like I don't know what to do and um, I've been very hurt not towards you guys um i've been like very hurt in a personal way that uh i just i was thinking it just dropped my titles um all right back and um I just I don't think I'm uh worthy to have those titles. And um I wanna see what's your opinion what I should do and you and JD, um, your guys' opinions, what I should do. So, uh, give me your thoughts, what I should do. Uh, Fonzie, my humblest apologies. I, I, my, my, uh, internet dropped me again, so I didn't, I didn't catch what the announcement was. Uh, my, I want to drop my titles. I have. That's what I would say. Any calls as to why? Um, like I was saying, like, um, like past couple weeks, I've been having a hard time in um concentrating um very hurtful not towards your guys it's like a personal issue and like i said i'm not i'm not worthy of the titles and um yeah so that's why i was like See what 
JD and you will suggest what I should do. Just like, because I want to challenge a lot of people. And some of them, I don't like some of the belts. I don't like whatever I have. And I just want to drop which, which ones I have and and put them whatever for the challenge of the, you know, we could do like um, SummerSlam, whatever. Uh, the next pay-per-view will be crashing uh clashing the champions no SummerSlam. used no right after SummerSlam in september oh, oh yeah oh yeah clash of the champions you're right right sorry yeah it was a, it was a, they changed it from night of champions remember it was all every belt yeah, 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 was on yeah, the yeah. line yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah so uh i don't know what belts i sh- what i have and i want to keep some and i want to I want to have a little challenge, like I said the other day, but I heard that JD didn't want to do it last night. I think it was last night or or Tuesday night, something like I think, that. I think it was last night. I think it was last night. Yeah, with his two titles and with my 24-7, but he said he was not, uh, not you know, don't want to, you know, challenge, but uh, I understand he was like, you know, whatever, but yeah, but uh, give me guys a suggestion, like, what I should do. All right, well, before we make any calls here, uh, and, and I know J.D., I'm sure JD is probably formulating an opinion right now, even if he speaks. But while he does that, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it's been laid out on the table here, folks. Uh, as we, of course, go into the late hour here of episode 214 of Wolfpack, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, due to certain reasons, um, is talking about. Um, he. Uh, Uh, but, but, uh, um, and, 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 and keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, the heartbreak kid right here, Fonzie, he's the man. I will, I will give, I will, I will say this first off, and I say with, with, I say this with much respect. The heartbreak kid is a great, is a great human being here. Yes. But he has, but yes, and, and again, I say this not as to, to push it down his throat. He doesn't need to be reminded of it over and over. That's that's not what we're all about. What we're all about here is, to, like I said, is, of course, that it was, as, as the, to the purpose behind the prediction title challenge and earning these championship belts and going on wrestling championship challenge, and challenging for the belts and all that is to give everybody an opportunity to, of course, not only test their wrestling knowledge, but it goes a little bit deeper. 
And that is, of course, to make sure that everybody has a fair shake. Everybody gets to be involved. Because that's my, my philosophy is I don't like leaving anybody out the mix at all. Never had never liked it, never cared about it. Always want to give make it fair for everybody. And they were in the best way that I personally knew how here and and of course you be <laughs> sorry. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. Oh, thank you. That snuck up on me. Uh, I guess the weather changing does that to me. Sorry. Um but but and 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 like I said, I mean Fonzie is, is one of the guys, kind of like the JD with John. Ann has mentioned this from time to time. Danny has mentioned it recently. Michelle has recently. Um, that they are very that that they they are very high spirited and wants to challenge and record ch- challenge. You know, you know, I'd like they're they're a part of the action. Like what they what you they just see on TV every week in the ring. You know? They feel like they won't be in the ring themselves. You know, and <clears throat> that that that's the point I wanted to make sure everybody has an opportunity to be involved with, but. There are times that a lot of folks here will step up and say, well, I, you know, I may not have time to do it. It's fun, don't get me wrong. But other things have popped up and everything like that. We all have things we got to do. I mean, even, of course, yours truly right here always has a lot of things that he has to do here as oh, well. Oh, then they go. Indeed. So, so, based upon that, like I said, before I before I hear JD's opinion here, I will call out the belts that, and this will kind of help. And Fonzie, of course, will listen very carefully to the belts he has, because he has he has the right many here. He's earned a lot of these ladies. He's earned all of these, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Yes. And let me go ahead. Let me just going to read off. We're just going to read off the ones that Fonzie has right now. He currently is the holder of the WWS Cruiserweight Championship. He is a two-time w- and current WCWS United States Champion, a huge honor indeed. He is also the current LWOUS World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, let's see here, let me, let me scroll down my list here. He is, okay, uh, he is currently the NWO US World Heavyweight Champion. He is considered the ROH US World Heavyweight Champion. He is, and it's getting better, it's getting better here. Uh, let's see. He is currently the ROH US Pure Champion, the NXT US North American Champion. He is the current WCWS Universal Champion. Uh, he's also the ROH US TV Champion, the WCWS Ironman Champion, the NWA US United States Champion, the NWA US TV Champion. Uh, he is one half of the NJPWS Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions along with Michelle. Um, <clears throat> He is also, let me see, the holder of the AAA U.S. World Heavyweight Championship. Um, let me see. Uh, he's, 
And, of course, another – and he is, of course, a holder of pretty much all the United States championship belts as he is the holder of the WWWF U.S. United States championship. Uh, he is also currently holding one-third of the ROH U.S. World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. He's holding the NWA U.S. National Championship. He is one half of the WWS SmackDown Tag Team Champions along with Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler. Uh, he is old, holding the WWS Tri-State Championship. These are some of the more recent ones right here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I'm just reviewing here, so give me just a second. He is currently holding the WWS Money in the Bank Championship. Also, let's see. The last one here, of course, we got recorded, and I have. To, there's a few more that I haven't. Oh, got. shit! Only oh. number twelve. And, uh, and, uh, and I haven't recorded. Uh, oh. The last one I got was the WWUS I... South American Championship, and of course, uh, let me see. Make sure that I'm, I'm looking at make sure. By I the way, I am now adding to the WCW News Channel and the Sports Entertainment page and the Entertainment page the match between Flair and Harley Race. So you guys can check it out. Also in the video vault, too, when you put that in the video vault. I'm working on that, yes. I'm... Okay. He is also currently, and also one other one I will mention that Fonzie is currently holding is the WWUS, of course, a 24-7 championship. I forgot to mention that one. Sorry about that. I meant to forgot to mention that. And also, of course, the WWUS 205 Live. Uh, championship, and I think I did. I think I was, oh yes, the one another one I did. That's right, Fonzie. You're also holding the because uh, that was the last match you had with JD because you won back the 24/7 title, and you right. also won the, 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 the yeah. But he also won in addition to that one from you. He also won the WWUS Wrestling Challenge Championship. Um, so yes, so Fonzie, uh, those are the belts that you have. I forgot to change the 24-7 one. I need to change that back to. So, Fonzie, based upon what I've just said. Um, um, the tag teams. You, 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 you're, you're relinquishing your half of all the tag belts that you're holding? Yeah. I'd hold on to them because, I mean, they are worth something, man. I'm not defending them, JD. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, you, you, you will. You will at some point. You'll find an opponent like me or someone else, though. We haven't done any. We need to do some tag matches at some point, and maybe Fonzie. Maybe maybe Fonzie. That might not be a bad. Te- it might not be a pretty. It might. I was talking a minute. As soon as I can just get my just get my mouth straightened out. <laughs> I I want okay. I want to defend. I want me and Michelle defend our tag team titles, but we haven't. We well, haven't we haven't did that. Haven't. That's why, like, yeah, you know, why I'm a tag team partner. And we're not, you know, defending it. Just like well, the revival, or that's why every every time we see the Usos. Same division, same opponent. 
because there's no they, one wants to be a tight a tag team, you know, defend the title. And that's what, well, like, I, that's what I like. That's how I feel like. I'm not defending our tag team titles. Well, I'm defending know. my 24/7 all the time, you know, and I want to do tag teams once in a while, but it's yeah, impossible but like, because, you know, well, like I said, me and Bob, I think I should just get rid of my tag team with the, with Bob. Because he hasn't come on. Well, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean he won't, though. I mean, like I said before, we haven't done any tag matches yet. I'm working on trying to get something arranged with that. That's why yeah. I'm setting up. I'm setting up. That's why I'm setting them up here, so that way everybody will have a chance to, you know. And who knows? I mean, working together may also be proven be proven very very useful. I mean, we've done tag matches, but we haven't done anything for any of the tag titles. You see. Right. Yeah. So, so what I'm I mean, maybe, maybe, and like I said, fonts, and like I said, my, and just looking through it, look, looking through it all, my, my personal take. I mean, I mean, currently right now you're holding, with the exception of one United States title belt, you're currently holding pretty much all except for one U.S. title belt. Um. Also, also like I said, you got the Universal title, you got the Iron Man title. You haven't defended those for a little bit. Uh, the LWO US type world title, the Cruiserweight title, the yeah. Um, um, uh, obviously, you want to keep keep like the twenty four seven title and the and the Wrestling Challenge title and the um, you know, I mean, some yeah. of the ones you, some of the ones you won recently. I mean, the last two that, that we've got, as I mentioned, in addition to, like I said, the the, 20, the, the, the challenge belt, of course, the two of five live title. Yeah, I mean, you just won it recently. Uh, the South American yeah. title, you won it recently. Uh, the Money in the Bank title, you just recently won it. Uh, yeah. I mean. I'm, and, and JD would agree with me when I say we're not going to tell you which ones to get rid of. We're not going to. I'm not going to list, reach out, and all of a sudden just yank it. No, I, that's not. That's not my way. That's not my way. It, they are your your you you fought to get them, and it's your call to make. If <sighs> it's your call to make about what you want to do with what you want. But the one thing that JD and I pretty much are suggesting, as I mentioned before, we are working on doing hopefully some tag team title matches here soon. And you have several, including of course the, uh, of course, including the, uh, like I said, you got one, you're one third of uh, the six man tag belts too. So I mean that might be kind of an interesting thing here, if you were to pull, if you were to, uh, like I said, you know, if we can get some more folks on, and you know, you can you as you you Ann and John, of course, are defending those, and um, but like I said, we're not we're not going to tell you what 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 to keep and what to get rid of. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm put, I'm, I'll even say that. And if somebody tells you otherwise, Fonzie, you don't listen to anybody else except for one person. That's obviously me, because I'm the one that made these up, and I'm the ones that can make the call. But like I said, I'm unlike any leader that you possibly have ever, forgive me for saying, have, has ever had to really deal with, because I'm not like anybody else that's ever been in charge. I'm sure JD can even probably vouch for me too when I said that. Yes. Uh, because I'm I'm not that way. I may be a, I may be, I may be I may be a leader, but at least like I said, I I try not to play right down the middle. Thank you. That's the best way I could think of putting it. So we want to give you the opportunity to do what you feel is best, Fonz. Um, no, okay, we don't like to say what JD said, I'm just going to keep the tech team and I'll just keep my titles because I, I want I want everybody to win some of the titles. That's why I was like dropping some of my titles because, you know, because we did all the titles all the time and, you know, and for the predictions, I... I just want to release it, some of them, so everybody has a chance to, you know, win it on the predictions, or if I put them on on a line like a challenge, or whatever. But like I said last night, I want I want to put my twenty four seven title on the line against JD's two other titles, the DX and uh, the other one, but, or else, um, or else maybe challenge Michelle or something. I don't know what to do. So it's up to you, Chad. You're the boss. No, you're the boss. And uh, whatever you want to decide, and I can go along with it. It's up to okay. you. So, well, well, my my personal take here here is, I say, I say what we do is we rarely ever do we rare, rarely ever do it in this fashion here. I think what I'll probably since we have a lot of these belts here and seeing which ones we have here in terms of belts for as far as um um of course of course obviously jd john and michelle and danny obviously would be the ones would be probably the ones i'm more likely to step up here at this point in time um and hopefully I can talk to Bobby. Maybe I can get Bobby here at some point. I'll talk to him and see. Because he's one of those that likes doing it too. He loves doing this. He's told me. He's lo- he loves doing this. He's just been busy. But he want he likes he wants to do this too. So what 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 I would like to suggest is this. Is that I'm on and JD, I want you to have a piece of paper. I want you to have a pen handy. Okay. Fonzie, and like I said, I'm not putting you on the spot. Again, I'm not doing that. But 
but here's here's what we're going to do here. So that way, this will this will this will help you this will help you make a decision a little bit more easier. That if you are very very anxious in defending some of your bills, uh, a lot of them will be. What we're going to do is like this. The one that you talked about wanting to do at some point with JD. JD, I would like to have that one marked down as a future matchup. Spell the that one again. He he will defend the 24-7 title against you, and you will put up both the Ultimate Movie Trivia Challenge World Title and the DXUS World Title. All right. Okay. So mark that down. All right. Please. That. Okay. Now, Fonzie, and like I said, John, uh, and Fonzie, I'm making these matches. So you have any objections to these after I've mentioned to them, you make yourself clear, make yourself, make yourself known. Otherwise, they'll be etched in stone. So I'm just letting you know ahead of time. So please be prepared. Okay? That's all I ask. This is for you to be prepared. Fonzie, I am going to also set up. A NXT US North American Championship match. You will defend that title against Danny. Okay. These are future okay. matchups, Fonzie. They're not going to happen right away. They're future matchups. Okay. I just want you to be. Okay. Now, next, and from what I'm looking at right here. You will, and I don't like saying it in that way because I don't want to feel like a heel man, general manager or something. But, but as long as you understand why, 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 why I'm doing it in this fashion, that's all I care. That's all I mostly care about. Um, okay. Fonzie, you will also put up, and I'm going to make this one. And with all, and, and like I said, I may do it in some of these in one fashion and some of them in another. Danny's is going to be a one on one with Fozzie, just one of your belts on the line, but none of his. So, unless he speaks up and says he wants to do it, that's his call. Okay. Keep that in mind. That's his call. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you. All right. So far, we've got a good understanding. This one, I'm going to do a title versus title. Bonzi, you will defend. I'm, I'm looking very carefully here. The WWS Universal Championship. I guess John. Okay. And John, now, hold on. Guess, this is going to get better. I think you might... I think you might like this one because I just now thought of this. Let me look at this. Make sure that I'm looking at this very carefully before I make a decision here. So uh, hold on a second. Make sure that I have some things here correctly here because, again, we're all going to be fair here. Uh, ah, yes. Okay. Fonzie, you remember what I said earlier about the United States title belts that we have on hand? Fonzie. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. 
Okay, you remember, you recall the, what I talked about about all the United States title belts that we have on hand? Yeah. Okay. Well, my man, you're going to have an opportunity to probably to go after and own every single one of them because, Fonzie, you'll be defending the WWS Universal title <clears throat> against John. John will put up his NJPWS United States title. So there you go, title versus title right there. What do you think about that, Fonzie? Okay. Okay. Now, I know you've made one thing very, very vocal here, Fonzie, and that is the fact that you do not want to defend any belts against Ann. Uh, you have said that. I know you've been vocal with that. Now, because here's a, here's why I don't want to do that. Um, I think I did one match me and Michelle did, and she took my title, or I took her title, whatever, whatever it was, and. Uh, after since then, me and Michelle haven't talked on the phone for a while, and that's why, like when Ann was challenged me, I didn't want to do that because I don't want to lose a friendship, and that's well, why. That's which why. I, which I, uh, which I understand. Wholeheartedly. Right. Okay. Well. Well, let's see. Um, I haven't done one. I, I don't think I've done one between you and Michelle yet. Um, so, you know, you don't have you, you don't have any problem with with her, right? You don't have a problem with her, right? No. With, with, with defending a belt against her, you don't have a problem with that. No. I just don't okay. want to lose a friendship on both. That's okay, all. That's well, we why. Do, yeah. We do these matches out of respect. So, I mean, I'm, I'm right. sure that, well, I'm sure you would be secure. Uh, yeah. And this one I'm actually going to make just, uh, unless Michelle wants to put one of hers up, Fonzie, um, I'm going to give her a match against you. And your belt, the belt that you will defend against her will be uh, JD's Island of Beautiful Men Titan no, Honest Baby. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, JD's wrestling gear is actually actually just a really thin thong. Ooh. 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 Kinky. Kinky. JD, Anyway, anyway, we're joking. Anyway, Fonzie, you're the belt that what you what you um to make this interesting. The belt that you're going to defend against Michelle is going to be. Um, okay, she's got that one. Okay, is okay. Is the LWO US world title. Okay, that's fine. And I know this is, uh, and again, with all due respect to everyone and not being fair to everybody, 
JD, you are actually going to have a one on. You're actually going to have a another one on one match against Fozzie, in which it that in which it, it, it in which uh, this time though, Fonzie, you're going to be in the clear because JD is going to defend one of his against you. Okay. See what? Okay. This is not the one I just mentioned. So JD, this is a totally different one than what I mentioned. Okay. Okay, JD, the, the belt that you will be defending, and I'm looking very carefully. And JD, don't be alarmed when I choose which one, which belt this is. Just so don't, don't jump out of your pants. Okay, we don't want to. Well, we don't want to see that. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're joking. We're again, we're joking, JD. So just don't take it seriously. Uh is a C. What 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 looks pretty interesting here? Ah, yeah. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Okay, that's not a bad idea indeed. Uh, <clears throat> uh, JD, you will be defending the Hardy Boys fans Extreme Heavyweight Championship against Fonzie. All right, back. So, so Fonzie, you you've heard what I've just done. Yeah. Now my question to you is: Is all this acceptable to you? Yeah. Yeah. You're good. You're good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. You're good with that. Okay. So yeah. I will inform. We will inform. Of course, JD already knows, and we will inform. Of course. Uh, we will, of course, inform John. We will also, we will, we will, um, we will also inform, we will also inform Michelle, and we will also inform Danny. Now, yeah. also, I am not one hundred. I am not one hundred percent sure. Uh, but, and I don't know if JD stepped away. I will mention this here too momentarily because I was also thinking about doing this as well. Um, let me see. Uh, Fonzie, I know you've been talking, we've been talking about possibly doing it at some point down the road. Um, um, of course, the uh, uh of course, uh, you, um, obviously, you're defending some tag belts, but how about how, how about if you were to? How about if you were to uh, win some more tag belts? Okay. That's okay. fine. Okay. Well, Fonzie, here's here's going to be your lucky day, and we're going and I'm and I'll get this set up here as well. And JD, I hope if you're back on, I hope you're listening. Uh, I don't think he is, but I'll tell him here in just a little bit. JD Hill. <laughs> will defend the Impact U.S. World Tag Team titles against you and John. Okay. Is that, is that acceptable to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and also as a, as a, as a bonus, as a bonus, uh, let me see, let me see. I'm back. Yeah. Okay, JD. We I, I've actually also added 
I'm, I'm now going to add a couple of tag matches here. Tag title matches here. First off, you and Michelle will defend the Impact US World Tag Titles against Fonzie and John. All right. Okay. And, and should I say that again? And. Yep. Do I say it one more time? And. <laughs> and also, also, and this is going to be involving the same match. This is, I'm going to make that fair right here and right now. This is going. This is this is what's going to make. This is what's going to be interesting. I know this is going to be kind of weird the way this is way this is going to look, but this is the best way I know how to do it. This way, this is the best way I know how to do it. The <clears throat> whoever does not win the Impact US Tag Titles. So if Michelle, if JD, JD, you and Michelle lose the belts to Fonzie and John. Or if Fonzie, you and John do not win the belts from Michelle and JD, somebody will become the brand new AAA US World Mixed Tag Team Champions. Huh. Fair trade. There you go. Fonzie, is that fair trade? Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. All right, JD, you got all these noted? Yeah. I'm sure I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sure I'll have to remember. I'm, I'm sure I'll have to remember. Like I said I got most of them noted, however, but at the same time we'll have to uh, take care of this and that, though, you know. Okay, you go back and listen to the show if you need to go back and look at it and hear it again. But uh, if not, we'll <clears> repeat them every now and again. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, on that, and of course, before we go anywhere, let me go ahead and, and ask, of course, everybody here on the floor. Uh, John, I think he's already left us for the for the evening. I think. Uh, but we do thank him for coming on here tonight. Uh, JD and Fonzie, is there anything you wish to add before we close up the shop here for the night? I do have a good closing theme tonight, but uh, I will say this, and like our guest said earlier, Harley Race, and like John said earlier, however, definitely, however, thank you for giving us so much to live, uh, great memories, however, you will not be forgotten anytime soon. Oh, I agree. I agree 110 percent and and I'm sure JD there'll be some talk about this Monday on uh, of course we're all ready we'll yeah. we'll yeah, and tomorrow night too yeah Fonzie well. anything sir you wish to add before we close up tonight? no just you know uh, what John and JD said about the guy who passed uh, the condolences to the f- his family and uh, my sympathy my sympathy goes to the family who lost a loved one. So, yeah. Indeed, I could have put that better myself. Absolutely, there. Thank you very much, sir, gentlemen. On that note here, folks, we do thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode, of course, 214 of NWO Wolfpack. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, the Human Super Machine, John Gross, also, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and also, ladies and gentlemen, I do I definitely also want to thank, and 
of course, of course, I, I did have JD think about this here before bring this to bring this to 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 a head. But I do want to thank, of course, our another another very special guest here, of course, legendary wrestling manager, uh, or also legendary wrestling official, uh, known for, of course, all the big times, a lot of the big time moments in professional wrestling history. Of course, I'm talking about Font, talking about, of course, Bill Fonzie Alfonso, of course, uh, who called it right down the middle, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just like JD calls it down the middle every time he tries on the phone. Hey! Okay, <laughs> okay sorry. Okay, that's the, uh, but uh, we do thank everybody for joining us here tonight. Of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize for the, the, the live video feed. Of course, uh, of course, sadly, we did lose that after about 45 minutes from, of course, Top Heel tonight. But we will, of course, be back with, with our live video from Top Heel, of course, very, very soon. We'll keep you informed about that here as well. Don't forget tomorrow night's edition of Revolution, in which we will have, of course, our live video feed from AWA US History Lives. We will also, in addition to our news abuse and history and birthdays, we will, of course, get to hear from hopefully the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, Danny from Oak Park, giving their take, of course, about what's happened this week in the world of wrestling, including, of course, Raw, SmackDown, and, of course, obviously the news that broke out today about the passing. Of the one and the only Hall of Famer, the, the legendary, handsome Harley Race. Of course, as JD has put it so many times, very succinctly, very good indeed. So, but we hope to listen to, to you get to hear from Michelle and Danny's thoughts about that tomorrow night here as well on Revolution. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to join us here for that. <clears throat> um, back up, and also, ladies and gentlemen, just um, just just a couple of quick, uh, uh, of course, web addresses ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity p-e-r-p-u-t-a-l-u-n-i-q-u-i-t-y number perpetual uniquity right now 200 about 250 items for sale of course on there right now internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual be sure to check that out and also of course bulldog dvd sales and variety facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash bulldog dvd sales variety of course, where we still have, of course, a good boatload of DVDs, of course, for sale currently right now. And our special, of course, a big time special going on between now and the end of the year. All DVDs and Blu-rays listed regardless if they're in the multiple sets or the single disc. All of them are $1 a piece. So if you get an opportunity, jump on the page and be sure to check out, of course, what we have on hand. <clears throat> Remember, and we actually just had a couple more folks jo join the uh Join the group for that for for the deep sales page here just earlier today. So we do thank them for now and hopefully we'll get to hopefully they'll be able to find a couple of but remember of course at Bulldog we take we take a we take a bite out of the talk. You can enjoy your favorite your favorite selection. Uh, Wolfpack episode 214 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Everyone, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring tomorrow night on Revolution. And of course, in 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is 
the WCWS Radio Network. And now here is the Iceman with tonight's closing theme. All right, here we go. <laughs> 